Hi, I'm Amanda. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of the Best Life Moms Club and hosts of That Pregnancy Podcast. We are two moms with a bunch of kids under the age of three. Five to be exact. And we know firsthand how hard it is to be a mom. So we're talking about all the topics that no one ever talked to us about. And not only is it hard being a mom, but it can be lonely and isolating, which is another reason why we're here to help moms like you know that you're not alone. Now, it's important to know that we are not doctors or medical professionals in any way. So always talk to your doctor or healthcare provider with any questions or concerns about your health or the health of your baby. We are moms sharing our lived experience and talking about all things pregnancy and life as a mom. So let's have a chat. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of That Pregnancy Podcast. This week, we are talking about awkward situations you experience while pregnant. Now, these can be situations that make you laugh, that make you cry, that make you cringe and want to run away and hide, but all around, they're unique to having an experience while you are pregnant. Some of them are embarrassing, some of them are funny, but they are all true. Before we jump into the episode, why not connect with us on Instagram? You can follow us at Best Life Moms Club, Amanda underscore BLMC, or Katie underscore BLMC. Uh, Amanda and I's personal accounts are there so that you can see what we're doing and what we're going through as we are parenting and I am on the, the journey of towards the end of my pregnancy with M3. And then our obviously podcast account and also Best Life Moms Club account where you can see what's happening there. So now that we hop into this episode, Amanda, you are, this is, this episode is your brainchild. So it was kind of my idea because we were debating, you know, what do we talk about tonight? And I didn't have too many awkward experiences, but I had, well, I did have some, someone I know had a really awkward experience due to pregnancy. So that was kind of what spurred this, uh, this on because weird things happen when you're pregnant and some stuff, you know, is weird and it happens to your body. Some stuff might happen to you when you're in private. And then, you know, sometimes you're unlucky and it happens in public, right? The good thing is if it does happen in public, usually people are sympathetic to you because they either know you're pregnant because you're showing or they kind of suspect you might be pregnant because of what's happening. So, <laughs> right? <laughs> That's funny. So uh, the first kind of awkward encounter is peeing your pants in public. So this actually happened to someone that I know, and she was uh, pretty far along in her pregnancy. I want to say she was like eight months pregnant, and she was out doing some shopping. And I'm not sure if she sneezed or what happened. But anyways, she started to pee and she couldn't stop peeing her pants. So she peed her pants in the store. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Talk about embarrassing, right? Oh now, the good news is 
clearly she was pregnant. The other good news is she was wearing black pants, so it kind of hid the fact that she peed herself. But she basically quickly left the store and went home. And then, of course, every subsequent pregnancy that she had, she always carried an extra set of clothes in her car. Which is not a bad idea. There are so many things that can happen, right? So yeah, keeping a change of clothes in your car is definitely a good idea. And I definitely do that after I, once I have the baby, I always, in the diaper bag, I always have a change of shirt in my diaper bag, but I would never have thought to have that while I was pregnant. Yeah, well, it's a, it's a good idea. And the funny thing is the reason why I know the story is because she told me to make sure I had a change of clothes in the car in case something like that happened to me. Oh, my goodness. That's a, uh, oh, that poor woman. And like, the thing is, like, your bladder control isn't as strong as it normally is. You've got a baby sitting on your bladder, right? Like, that's why you have to pee all the time in the night and stuff. So you know, sometimes if you cough or sneeze, you pee a little bit and sometimes you can't stop. So yeah, be prepared that you might pee your pants. I I will say that in this pregnancy, I did sneeze once and I, I did pee a little and I was like, oh my God, it was the first time it has ever, ever happened. And I, it, what it was, was that I sneezed and I really had to pee. <laughs> and I texted my friend and I was like, I, I can die now because I just peed a little when I sneezed. And my friend responded and said, that's like a, like a weekly occurrence at this house because she has also had multiple kids. And she was like, this is no big deal. Like it happens all the time <laughs> in my household, in my underwear, like I pee. And we've talked to about, but I was mortified and I was at home. Like I wasn't even out in public. I was just like, oh my God, I can't believe I just peed myself a little bit when I sneezed. Um, But we've also talked with Dana and also Rhonda in previous episodes about peeing like pelvic floor and peeing. So um, it was very eye-opening that, oh my gosh, in this third pregnancy, yep, it happened. And I was, I was at home in the privacy of my own home and I was mortified. So I cannot imagine being out in public. Well, and speaking of Dana and Rhonda, Dana's actually our uh, pelvic floor physiotherapist in our mommy mentorship program. Yes. And Rhonda is our fitness coach in the mommy mentorship program. And both of them have a masterclass. I want to mention Dana's masterclass because she talks about postpartum sex, which nobody talks about. And I think it's an amazing masterclass to watch. So if you want support, uh, go to mummymentorship.com and you'll uh, find more information about us there. Continuing on though, (laughs) um, after that little plug, so the other thing that uh, can sometimes happen when you're pregnant, and especially in the early stages, is you puke a lot. So you could either puke on yourself or you could end up puking on someone else. And I know there's a media posts, yeah, yeah the, the meme 
about the woman who asks the man on the subway for his seat because she's feeling a little bit nauseous and he says something about uh, oh you women all you want is equal rights and here you're asking me for my seat and then she pukes all over him right yeah and that can totally happen like you don't know when you're gonna puke when you're pregnant right so be prepared to maybe you might puke somewhere where you don't want to puke you might people might see you puking you might puke on someone or you might puke on yourself which then you'll be thankful that you have that change of clothes that you packed in case you peed your pants (laughs) I have a friend actually who she was so sick um, in both her pregnancies actually I have multiple friends but this one friend in particular she would drive to work with a bucket on her lap and she would just drive and throw up as she was driving. Really? Yeah. She was so, so sick. And actually I know a couple of friends who had not consistently throughout their entire pregnancy, but a certain day, like there were certain times where their morning sickness was so bad that on the way to school, they would be driving with a bag or a bucket on their lap because of how sick they were. And those are the people that definitely need a change of clothes. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, HG is not a fun thing. So uh, what are some of the things you've got on your list? Um, okay, so mine is not as like embarrassing. My first one is maybe not as embarrassing, um, but it's definitely awkward is for me personally, I become very clumsy. I'm accident prone on a good day pregnant when I'm not pregnant. I am hyper accident prone when I am pregnant and I regularly trip and fall going upstairs, Um, not downstairs, up the stairs. Um, And it was, it was really bad. It happened a lot when I was pregnant with uh, Finn at school. I fell multiple, multiple times. Um, Thankfully, like, because I was going upstairs, I was able to like fall in ways that I didn't hurt my belly or anything, but it still hurt. And like, it was embarrassing because then people would come running out of, they'd see me fly up the stairs and then there'd be like teachers and students running to my aid. And even, well, even this time in pregnant with M3, I was walking up my aunt's stairs in the summer and I tripped and I ripped open my knee. And I now, and I had to go to the hospital, got 13 stitches, went in the ambulance, had to come because my knee was peeled back like an orange. And um, yeah. And so like, even in this one, now I have a hideous scar on my leg, on my knee. Like it's horrible. So. And they do say that when you're pregnant, like your brain's a little bit different, right? And Maybe it's a little foggy from not getting the quality sleep that you normally would get or who knows, but you got so much going on, right? But yeah, clumsy is like one of those kind of like pregnancy things that tends to happen. Well, it's not even too like your brain that kind of contributes to the clumsiness. It's also like your belly, even though I was, you know, even with just M3, my fall in the summer, I was 13 weeks, 14 weeks. I think it was 14 weeks. Um, so I was earlier on, but like 
your joints, you have relaxin, the hormone relaxin, which is like relaxing your joints and your muscles to like spread and ease. And that's one of the hormones that your body really starts pumping when you're pregnant. And so you're, you become a little bit more like loosey goosey while you're walking and your movements become, can become a little bit more clumsy. And then as you get bigger, obviously the concern is like your belly, your center of gravity is kind of thrown off. So you become a little bit more uh, clumsy as well. So there are other things, uh, additionally to like the kind of brain fogness of, of pregnancy, but also, um, the relaxing and your your center of gravity being thrown off the later you are in your pregnancy. That totally makes sense though. Yeah. Right. You got a lot going on, you know, physically, emotionally, <laughs> mentally. <laughs> well, that kind of the, the emotionally kind of leads into one another one that I have on my list, which is like the random crying and or crying at like the most random things um and hysterical sobbing and i will say that i have been known to do that um i have a particularly like notable one which i think i've talked about before with uh when I, well, a couple with freya i was i i think i was really out of control when i was pregnant with freya with it being my first pregnancy and not being aware of it um but like Peter came home one day and I was doing the dishes or he came into the house. No, he was home, but like came into the kitchen and I was doing the dishes and I was sobbing over the sink doing the dishes. And he was like, Oh my God, what's wrong? Are you okay? And I was like, and I was just so sobbing because I didn't get my nap that afternoon after school. I had a meeting the next morning that I would have to get up early to go to school for. Um, and you know, what was it? It was like, I ha I didn't get my nap. I had a meeting the next morning. I don't like doing dishes. And I was just like standing there sobbing, sobbing hysterically. And he was like, okay, like, let me finish. You just go lay down. Like, you can be done now. And just, he just didn't know what to do with me about that. And then there's also, and this one I have video, I have photo footage of this one is, uh, I, I love, Downton Abbey like I'm a huge Downton Abbey fan and so when I was pregnant with Freya again I um it was the ending of the series so it was building up to the ending of the series and I was really uh not handling that the show was ending very well so like starting about two weeks out they were really giving like commercials and about and ads about like the final two weeks like the final episode and leading up to and every time I'd see it it'd make me cry and then the final, like the finale came on, was on, it was the day of, and I started just sobbing, quietly leaking a slow sob, probably four hours before the show started to air. And then I sobbed, I weeped, I should say, maybe not sobbed, I weeped through the whole episode. And then, um, and then it ended. And I was not prepared for it to end. And I just started, I was hysterical. And Peter actually took a photo. But because I had been crying for so long, I got really, really overheated and really warm. So I was sitting in my bra. So like I had to take my shirt off. So he had taken a picture of me like four hours when I started to cry. So like there was just kind of the steady like weep that was happening. And then there's a picture of me 
hysterically sobbing because it has just ended. And it was because the the clock, like the episode timer said that it was like a two hour finale, but it was only actually an hour and a half, but the show had an hour, like a two hour window, like time slot. So I was expecting there still to be another half hour of the show left and it ended. And I just, I was a hot, hot, hot mess. Like it's a great photo. Have you seen this photo? I think you've showed it to me, <laughs> but it like, when you're pregnant, you just kind of cry over the littlest things. And it doesn't matter where you are. Like, I know you were at home when that happened, but like there would be times where like I would start crying in public and Keith would be like, you know, what's what's happening, right? And it's just completely uncharacteristic to cry over, you know, nature or, you know, seeing a, a parents playing with their kids at a park or whatnot, right? Like I would just cry over the littlest things. I actually remember with Caroline when I was pregnant, I started crying at my cousin's wedding. <laughs> so like, I'm like sitting at the back and I'm like, oh my gosh, right? And it's not like, it's not like we're not close, but we're not like super duper close, right? Like, so I wasn't like crying because my cousin was getting married, but I was like, oh my gosh. I'm like, I'm like, what if we have a daughter and then you get to walk her down the aisle? And like, she's like, oh my gosh. Your train of thought. That's, that's really funny. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm like, when are the boys are going to get married? I'm going to be the mother of the groom. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. See, yours is about like, you know, your children and their future. Mine are about fictional characters on a TV show. <laughs> yeah, I'm, well. I'm, you know, completely Mine was distraught. in a very public public space, though. Luckily, I was at the back, but I'm pretty sure everyone's going, why is she crying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's what, yeah. yeah. But the hysterical crying or sobbing for over, like, for very minute things that normally would not lead to it are, uh, can always create a nice, awkward situation. Oh, definitely. What's on your list, list next? The next one I have on my list is I always felt really awkward, like, when men would ask if I was planning on breastfeeding. I don't mind when women breastfeed in public I think it's perfectly normal and natural and so I have no problem with that I just always felt it was awkward when men would ask if I was planning on breastfeeding I'm not sure why like if a woman asked I guess because she has breasts I have breasts but like <laughs> I don't know <laughs> a, another guy talking about my breasts I don't know I just found it was really awkward so I can't I can't speak to that experience I'm sorry I had that happen a few times where like men would be like, so are you planning on breastfeeding? I'm like, well, let's talk about my breasts, shall we? <laughs> the other thing that I always felt awkward about, and this goes with the, the body again, was when people would touch your belly. Like I wouldn't mind if like someone asked permission, especially if they were like someone close, like someone in my family, I wouldn't really care. But like, I remember there was one time I was at work and someone just came up and touched my belly and I was like, it's kind of awkward. That is right? so weird. And I know like this is a very common thing for women to experience, like to the point where people have like get shirts made up and say like, don't touch me or like ask first, then touch. Um, I can't speak. Like, I don't think I've ever had that experience to be like, you know, I've had family members touch my belly but they've never it's never been like just like 
a coworker or, you know, like somebody who I don't have a re- a touching relationship with, I guess. Yeah. Like I-, I felt like saying like, well, you wouldn't normally touch my stomach if there wasn't babies in there. Like I was pregnant with the twins, right? So maybe that made it more, I don't know, interesting, but I know other people have had kind of issues with people touching their belly. And I just always felt that was kind of awkward. And I think I actually did come up with something to say at the time. I don't remember what it is now. Get your hands off me. Uh, it's probably like, ooh, <laughs> something like that. Uh, but, can I touch uh, your belly now? Yeah, really. Uh, with Caroline, I didn't experience that, though, because I think because I was home most of the time, like I wasn't really socializing with people that didn't already have kids, if that makes sense. Right. right. I would hang out with yeah, my yeah. mommy friends or my like family, but... I wasn't working anymore. And so that kind of mitigated that problem. But yeah, with the boys, like there was definitely belly touching happening. And I always felt that was really awkward. It's not, not only is it awkward, it's extremely inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it is. It really is. Like keep your hands to yourself. That is, you, like you said, you wouldn't touch a random, like a random non-pregnant woman's if you did, you would be like, if it was in a workplace, you would be written up. Yeah, going around touching people's stomachs, yeah. like, or even touching a guy's stomach, you would never do that. No. But like, so there's a baby in there, so you can touch my stomach. Yeah. Right. That's- so like, I almost feel like our listeners need to be aware that this is probably something you're going to encounter, like very, very likely. I know you said that you didn't, that you remember anyways, but You know, there are a lot of people that encounter people belly touching. So sometimes if you don't want something like that to happen, to come up with your response ahead of time, right? You're not caught off guard if someone goes to touch or if someone asks to touch the belly, you have your canned response that you'll just tell them. Yeah, that's true. I have a lot of profanities going through my head of like how I would think I would respond (laughs) like a complete stranger did it and I and I know like I've heard stories of other people who have said yeah like I had a complete stranger come up and just touch my belly like I I know I'm lucky that people have not done that to me but like I but it blows my mind that people think it's okay because you're pregnant there's a baby or babies in there that you all of a sudden think it's okay to touch a complete stranger or someone that you don't have a physical relationship with like, yeah, it just blows. Yeah. It blows my mind that like somebody would think that that's okay. But they do, right? Like, no, like you said, people make T-shirts with it on it, right? Yeah. So that's why it's almost better to come up with what you want to say to someone. Number one, if they ask to touch your belly and you don't want them to, and number two, if someone just touches your belly, like, what are you going to say when that happens? So, Ugh. just thinking about it, like, makes me feel so violent. <laughs> yeah. What else do you have on your list? Sorry, I, I kind of went. Um, wardrobe malfunctions. Uh, so, like recently, as of like within the last couple of months, since with being pregnant with M three, like I was at school and I stretch, like I was walking and I stretched and I had my pants ripped, but it was like the thigh of my my jeans had um, worn out because these ones I had worn for, I got them when I was pregnant with Freya. So I've worn them, like they lived a good life. Um, but <laughs> I then had to duct tape 
my thigh because every time I moved, they kept ripping bigger and bigger. You took a picture and put it on Instagram. I did. Yeah. Yeah. So I actually had to like duct tape. I got uh, duct tape from the custodian and was duct taping my pants together because I still had to go through the school day and like finish the day because I didn't have a change of clothes. Um, (laughs) And I, I was wearing a blazer that day. So I ended up trying to tie the blazer around my waist, but um, to cover my bum, <laughs> but I couldn't tie it over my belly. So I then had to get um, like butterfly fastener clips and elastic bands to like jerry rig the sleeves so that they would stay tied around my waist um, for the rest of the day. So that was lovely um, and awkward and trying not to show my students my my upper thigh and bum ladies go pack your change of clothes right now this is what this episode is teaching us is that you should have a change of clothes apparently um and then also too like um it's very common in pregnancy that some women start leaking breast milk or colostrum in their pregnancy um and i for one i know this has happened to me this happens to me um it happened as recently as this weekend that I was, I like noticeably was leaking. So like knowing that you can leak through your bra and all of a sudden you have these wet stains on your shirt. Um, I have woken up in, you know, at home, but I've woken up and uh, gotten out of bed, gone to the bathroom and looked in the mirror and had two wet circles on my shirt. I'm like, Oh, great. I have started to leak. I snapped a picture and sent it to a friend and was like okay so this is happening now again so, change of clothes yeah that's true yeah the moral of the, the moral of this episode is but like you know wardrobe malfunctions as you're growing and you're trying to adjust to like your new physical body your body's out of control right so um it happens and it is extremely common to start leaking uh, colostrum in your pregnancy. Like I started leaking probably around 28 weeks, 29 weeks, which is hap- which happened with Finn as well. Yeah. yeah. So start of the third trimester. Yeah. I start, I usually start leaking or like I take my bra off and I'm like, Oh, I have two wet circles in my bra. Hadn't made yeah. it, th- it hadn't made through my shirt yet, but it was, my bra was soaked. So pack a change of clothes and maybe throw in some rust pads. Well, usually it's pressure, right? That that causes the leaking. Or um, you can also leak too um, as a result of like sexual activity. Um, but it's usually pressure as well. Yeah. So like when you're sleeping, that's why, right? Yeah, because you press up against. Yeah. Or you get out of the shower. Also, shower oh. can can make it happen you shared that story on another episode yeah but I was I was postpartum then and I I wasn't yeah that was when it was literally dripping like a tap onto the floor but (laughs) um I was postpartum then but yeah a shower even while you're pregnant can cause you to um just get a little bit on your nipple a little bit do a good soak you need to have the pressure at least that's my my personal experience what's next on yours uh, so I have two more left. Uh, one is 
uh, bad gas. So with pregnancy, you can sometimes get terrible, terrible gas. Um, and I know I've mentioned that gas seemed to be worse when I was pregnant. Um, but I know someone who was actually a teacher and uh, she had a portable that she was teaching in and she would have to excuse herself all the time and tell her class that she needed some fresh air. Meanwhile, she'd have to like leave the class because she would have these atrocious farts. <laughs> Just stinky farts? They were smelly. They were like terrible. Yeah. So so uh that's one of those things that can be embarrassing and sometimes like when you're pregnant like you just kind of let it slip right like it just kind of happens you think it's gonna be a quiet one and then it rips yeah it rips or like sometimes you like start walking or you bend down or whatever and all of a sudden like it's there so <laughs> the little waddle toots of like <laughs> <laughs> yep. right and you know that can be embarrassing too sometimes so kind of expect the bad gas and, you know, that there might be some sort of gassy incident. Well, it's also too, like pregnancy, when you're pregnant and you have gas, it can be extremely painful and extremely uncomfortable. So it's like, what do you do? Do you suffer? And like, be, you could potentially be in like a lot, a lot of pain with the gas and try and keep it in. Or do you crop dust somebody? And like, <laughs> and then like leave the space so that you can relieve that pain because it it's true. Like pregnancy gas can not only stink apparently, but it can also really be painful. I know it as it being painful to the point where some people think like these gas pains, you wonder like, are these contractions? Yeah. Like they're, they're painful. They're smelly. And there's, there's a lot of it, Right. Like sometimes like you fart and like, it's like a big one, it's not like a little tiny doozy as like a big fart. Right. So <laughs> at least that's how I always felt in pregnancy. <laughs> Farting, pooping, you know, bodily functions. This is our jam. <laughs> well, this one, actually, well, you know what, this segues really, really nicely into my next this is probably like the most awkward, probably, this is probably the most awkward thing that I have ever had happen to me. And I will say it deals with poop. But when you're pregnant, you can be constipated. And it actually, it happens after when you're postpartum as well. Like we've talked about this, but pregnancy constipation is a real, real struggle. And um, I... I was at the cottage and I had a poop where I had not pooped for days because of being constipated. And this was pre my discovery of um, stool softeners because I love stool softeners now um, after this absolutely mortifying experience. Um, so I had a poop uh, and it was a hard fought battle. I clogged the toilet. I tried unclogging the toilet. I then had to get Peter to try unclog the toilet. And then my dad joined in trying to un <laughs> unclog the toilet. And it literally took hours. Hours? Hours. I was... Oh my gosh. I was absolutely mortified. Yeah. That's because... Funny. 
I was just like, oh my God, I can't believe that this has happened. <laughs> and like, I was in tears because I was so mortified that my dad and my husband were trying to unclog my poop. <laughs> <laughs> hey but your dad used to change your diapers when you were a baby so <laughs> and but like I was in tears I was in tears and my dad came up and like Peter was killing himself laughing but my because you know that's what husbands do um but my dad came up and gave me this big hug and he was like don't cry it's okay like it's not a big deal like everybody poops this happens. It's not a big deal. Like we'll get it figured out. And I'm like, Oh my God, I could not believe that it took two grown ass men hours to, <laughs> to fix that. Um, so after that, I learned about stool softeners. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Oh man. That one is very upsetting. At least they fixed it and they didn't have to call like a plumber. <laughs> Well, <laughs> that would have been worse. They would like take breaks and then go back and like try it. Like, be like, oh, we'll just let it sit for a bit and then try and go back. But it was like the main bathroom of the cottage. So, like, nobody could use that toilet. And, oh, yeah. It was uh, mortifying. Absolutely mortifying. Um, but it happens. Like, like I said, constipation in pregnancy is, is a real struggle. And uh, we are nothing but real and honest in this podcast and in everything that we do around our motherhood journey. So um, I thought I would fess up and own up to this absolutely horrible situation. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. Do you have any more? No, that was that's, that's, your... that's the piece de resistance that that's I have. The finale for Katie. I just have one more. Uh, kind of awkward encounter when pregnant and this was actually with Caroline when I was pregnant with her people would see me with the two boys and they just would say I hope it's a girl (laughs) and at first like I was like completely baffled that someone would say that to me and a little bit insulted because I'm like I didn't want my boys to feel like there was something wrong with them that I needed to have a girl. Yeah, that used to really kind of rub me the wrong way to the point where I would like want to cry over it, especially because I always thought Caroline was going to be a boy. I I had in my head that I was having three boys. So uh, up until she popped out and (laughs) I was told it's a girl, I thought it was a boy. She didn't pop out. She was pulled out. Well, she was pulled out. Yeah, she gets pulled out. And uh, I was told that I had one for my team and, and there she was, but um, that was, it was just really hard for me. It was kind of awkward. I ended up coming up with something to say to people when they'd say that. And I would just say, oh, well, you know, we're, we don't know what it is. And we're really happy if it is another boy, because we love having our two boys, right? Because I wanted the boys to know that I love them and they're awesome, right? So that's what I ended up coming up uh, with saying. But like, I remember there was one time where Keith and I were walking down the street with the two boys and uh, someone was walking towards us down the sidewalk and they didn't yell, they didn't stop and say, hi, how are you? They, they got, the guy yelled down the street, I hope it's a girl. And I said, sorry. And he's like, I hope it's a girl, you, you know, your, your new baby. I'm like, oh my gosh. So 
that's um that's interesting because I find with N3, um, I have like random strangers asking me like, is this your first? And I'm like, no, this is my third. And they're like, oh, what do you have? I have a son and a daughter. And they're like, oh, so do you know what you're having? No, this is like literally the conversation. Oh, that's okay. You have one of each. It does, this one doesn't matter. That's what I the answer that I get every single time after that. Really? Yeah. Oh, you have one of each. This one doesn't matter. I'm like, this one matters. Oh, yeah. This it's so hard and like disheartening. Like, who says things like that, right? I I think they're just like, oh, the pressure's off. You know, you have one of each. You're fine. Like, there's no pressure. Like, what you have of hope, hope it's a girl. This, well, I, I get this one doesn't matter. Like, no, this one matters. This is a baby. Every baby matters. <laughs> That's true. Every baby does matter. But the thing is, like, I'm like, so what if I actually did know that I, what I was having and I was having a third boy and you're yelling at me, I hope it's a girl. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that would be really hurtful for someone, especially if they're going through gender disappointment. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you just don't just don't say things like that to someone, right? Like, and like my whole thing was I didn't want the boys to think there was an, a problem with being a boy because there's not, right? So that's why I had to come up with what I would say to people when they would say that to me because it was like a common occurrence, like random people at the store. Like I remember there was an older woman who's probably like my mom's age who was like, well, I hope this one's a girl. And I said, actually, we don't know what it is. And I'm, I'm very happy either way because I love having boys. And she said, oh, I've got three boys. So, you know, I know what that's like. And I was like, well, then you should know how awesome it is to have three boys, right? So, yeah. And the thing is, it would be awesome to have three girls. And it's awesome to have both sexes. There's benefits to every single scenario, right? So um, sometimes people just don't seem to think right? Like how they could hurt you or kind of insult you or I don't know. But that one I always found was a really awkward encounter for me and it would always kind of upset me. And I w- I came up with my way to be prepared to kind of combat it a little bit. So ended on that, that kind of sad note where it's the awkward encounter that kind of stings a little bit. But Well, I think a lot of them, especially that involve other people, like the belly touching the I hope it's a girl or this one doesn't matter like that's that's insulting so it is stinging and it's awkward and sometimes it makes you want to cry sometimes it makes you want to run away and be like peace out I don't want to deal with you so and then there's other ones that are funny you know like malfunctions with clothing and pants ripping and crying at inopportune times for the silliest reasons or you know being completely mortified because you clogged the toilet (laughs) but and the thing is like with those kind of awkward encounters where you're a little bit mortified inside you just kind of have to like own it up to being pregnant and kind of laugh at it because like you know the peeing your pants one at the time I'm sure it wasn't funny for her but like she was kind of laughing at it after the fact, right? Yeah. So, yeah, even clogging the toilet. I'm sure, you know, <laughs> you were kind of crying a little bit at the time, but now it's kind of funny. <laughs> I, I was crying pretty hard. I will be honest. I wasn't crying a little. I was crying a lot. And it is funny now. Like, you know, it's, 
It's a and story to tell. <laughs> and for some people, like, you know, clogging a toilet, like, I know my brother, you know, different situation, obviously, but like different personality, but like, clogging a toilet was like a badge of honor for him. And he did it on a regular basis. So I was like, like, you know, you kind of just have to shift your mindset away from seeing it as a good thing, or at least I was able to poop. I guess that's how that's I had right. to, you know, I <laughs> high five for pooping. Yeah. But yeah, like there's just, you know, you bring up a good point. Like in the moment, it can be really hard and upsetting and, and make you, you know, make you cry or feel ashamed or awkward. And, and that, but, you know, in the grand scheme of things, once there's some time and space, then it becomes one of your funny pregnancy stories or your funny mom stories. Like, and that will happen from now, from your pregnancy, all the way through motherhood. And all the way through life, right? Like, there's always stuff that happens. Oh, well, that's true. Yeah, right? Yeah. Doesn't matter. But the, these are just kind of pregnancy-related ones. And I want to encourage all the pregnant women out there to go and pack an extra set of clothes. That's the one thing you can take away from this one. Always carry an extra set of clothes in your car. Don't know when you'll need it. Thank you for listening to this episode of That Pregnancy Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for an upcoming show, we would love to hear from you. You can connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Best Life Moms Club. Until next time.